This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. All right, welcome in. This time for real to the kickoff of season three of Down the Hall Podcasts. I don't know if anyone suffered through last week's episode, but my goodness. Nope. That, uh, <laughs> the audio quality, the everything was, it was like we were shouting from the bottom of a well, but Lyndon was we whispering. Were. We were, like, uh, figuratively. And what I can also say is, I was the one who put it out, and I remember saying, like, oh, you know, if it sounds pretty bad, then I'll just, I'll, I've got some things that I can do to fix it. I heard how bad it was. I was like, never mind. It can't be fixed. We'll just <laughs> start so, over. So, I mean, welcome was, to season four. Yeah, right. Season three was, it was one a short one. terrible, terrible episode. <laughs> Here we are in season four. No, this is season three for real this time. Uh, this is Down the Hall Podcast. I'm Chet here with Rodney and Lyndon across the pond. Uh, we uh, are here to give you guys back your movie nights because the average person wastes 115 hours every year just looking for a movie to watch. So what we uh, tried to talk about last week, if you know, if you got past the two-minute point of the episode, you would know that uh, that what we're trying to switch into this this season is still giving you your movie night pick but not spending so much time talking about the movie of the week, moving on to other subjects and funny things in the news and the like. So mm-hmm. that's what we're uh, that's what we're planning on doing. Your traditional podcast, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully this one is uh, is able to be heard. Mm, I hope so. Um, I, so <clears throat> I hope so. <clears throat> I'm still <clears throat> battling a cough. You are not. I have. Is no, this I really like, he likes his no, voice I, sick. That's got to be the thing. There's no way that he's like he fakes it. He can't either that or you need to go to see a doctor because you've been sick for about eight months. No, I was sick leading up to the wedding, <clears throat> and then I felt great, and then I got sick immediately upon coming back here. <laughs> that I think what you're saying is you like your honeymoon. You don't like real life. <laughs> it's what <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe like <laughs> like never never had I felt more healthy and breath breathe fresher air than <laughs> yeah, on my honeymoon. It's like <laughs> and I came back in real life and I thought, Ugh. guys, every time I've got to be at work, I just and... feel terrible. I I feel sad <laughs> and bored and what is it non energetic. The... But the weekend comes and I feel fantastic. What 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 is that? What is it, uh, it, I don't know. Life being an adult <laughs> on the office when uh. When Toby says, Michael, you know, sometimes my daughter's stomach hurts when she is afraid of somebody or a situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, here I am. Mm. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get into uh, to this week's movie. Are you guys ready to roll? Let's go. Why not? Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> is this the part where you guys get out all the things that you, you now that so you've now that we're learned basically... you've learned that we never get out so you better just keep going the longer you go the more yeah. the more you're going to want to edit just get, it out of your get system. You. just get it out of your system we're supposed to act like this is live this Choo-choo. is our system <laughs> so uh as as the noises that these guys are making may indicate this week's episode is on the movie train to busan am i saying that right busan yeah, I yeah, I would say so. Okay. I was trying to think yep. of a joke but didn't have one, so keep going. Now uh <laughs> move on. 
we're going to discuss in a, in a second here um, how uh, there are American remakes of, of foreign films that Lyndon thinks are unnecessary. This uh, actually is one that uh, there's going to be an American remake happening soon. But this is the uh, the one that's available on Netflix to you um, is the original. And it stars a bunch of people that I have never heard of before, obviously. It's uh, a bunch of Korean actors and actresses. But I thought it was fantastic. Basically, what it's about uh, is the a zombie outbreak in in Korea. And at this, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for zombie movies in the first place. Uh, but this one came highly recommended to me um, from a listener. So I, I threw it on and I was sucked in right away. Um, it takes place mostly on a train. So picture snakes on a plane, but it's zombies on a train. Mm. Uh, and there are moments of sheer terror. I will say there's this one scene uh, without spoilers, without giving anything away um, towards the end that is probably as terrifying of a scene as I've ever watched in a zombie movie. Um, but anyway, I thought this was fantastic. It's accessible to you for your movie night. It is a subtitled film. So obviously yeah, that's a fair warning. Yeah. I feel like if you're hoping to get something done in the meantime, you know, and kind of have something on in the background, this is not the one for you, unless mm-hmm. you can speak, you know, like Korean and um, well, then, yeah. you're fine. then I'm sure we have like, an audience I, in Korea, right? I don't want to assume that everyone's as ignorant as we are, you know, perhaps <laughs> yeah, people, one, yeah. one language, um, we are a lung, one language <laughs> culture. Um, but all that to say, uh, the, the general ratings out there, uh, tend to agree with the fact that, you know, this is a really good one. IMDb currently has it ranked at a 7.5. Wow. Which is really, really high, um, for an IMDb score. And then even higher than that, uh, maybe more impressive than that is that the Rotten Tomatoes score right now is a 96%. Holy smokes. Right. Yeah. So this is choo choo. Choo choo. Get on the train. Uh, you're really stuck on this train theme. Um, so I mean, you know, like any other zombie movie, there are storylines that happen throughout that, you know, kind of people piecing together. But this uh, this one is mostly about, you know, a father and a daughter trying to get to Busan on this train right at the beginning of a zombie outbreak. I personally gave it an 8 out of 10. Did you, did you find that this, like, I don't know if you have a long list of, I mean, there's obviously The Walking Dead, which is a TV show, but would you put this like... Are, are there any other zombie movies that you would put ahead of this one for you? So I really liked Girl with All the Gifts um, because it came out from a different perspective. I really liked World War Z. This reminded me of World War Z in a way because yeah, of how the, a... how the zombies moved. Like mm-hmm. You remember how they just sprint and they're just violent and they're yeah. just like reckless and crashing right. into things? That's how the zombies in this uh, are. And, and, and also kind of how fast they turn. Right? Yeah. I feel like this um, one had more drama maybe than uh... – I think it's the confined space. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. It really space. adds an element yeah. of drama, yeah. doesn't it? So, yeah. so, I mean, again, and I don't want to give too much away, but there is a scene involving confined space and fire and electricity and zombies that is probably And the most falling fun. zombies. And falling zombies and a falling train that is... You guys are doing a great job terrifying of scene. giving nothing away. So, um, <laughs> before we move on, what did you guys give it? A scale of 1 to 10. Uh, so this is a film I saw nearly two years ago, and uh, the word of mouth of it is huge, and I love it. It's an 8 out of 10 for me as well. It's a 7 out of 10 for me. I'm not a huge zombie movie person anyway, um, so I, w- I gave it a 7 out of 10 for both just the difficulty of making sure that you have to really be paying attention the whole time, given the subtitles. Um, but it is a really quality movie, I would say. Great acting. Great drama. It's not to me like World War Z is worse because to me it was just more of an action movie than it than yeah. a good storyline. Like I love the the storyline here. Don't you love the uh, the guy in the blue jacket? Is brilliant in this film. I do. I was gonna say he. There is a guy that I is, think he's me. I mean, he's you. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. you wish. The hero. Oh no, no. <laughs> you. Because wish. he thinks he's great, but 
He's a little bit chubby. He's a little bit overweight. He thinks he's great. No, but I think that was the part that was confusing to me because I feel like he was so strong. There is a character in this movie that is so strong that it almost defies reason. Well, I don't know. We don't really know the strength of zombies after they turn, right? I mean, maybe they've lost muscle. He does throw one right on the roof, which is great. (laughs) Um, Like, I remember thinking, like, I wonder if this is like a Korean, like, uh, world's strongest man or something and they like everyone knows that so everyone's bought in because what I see is like a guy that yeah it's definitely like he's got a nice know, blue jacket and a scarf hasn't yeah, he? he looks yeah, great he's got like he's like got muscles for sure but he's also got like he's kind of chunky you know so like if yes. I were to see him like I was thinking like oh is this the Korean Arnold Schwarzenegger because what I <laughs> see is just a very kind of portly slash muscular guy like not anyone that'd be the star of one of an Amer- like of an American action movie but anyway, he was a great character. I did really like him. And we agree this is worth everyone's movie night. It's available yeah. on Netflix. Yes. It's especially, you know, October, right? It's like a spooky. Yeah, it's, it's a start, yeah, start of our spooktacular speculation. <laughs> I don't like the second part of that. but um, <laughs> Spooktacular spe- spectacles. Now, are you guys less likely to watch a movie if, if, uh, if there are subtitles? Like, would you rather watch a movie that you knew had a 96% Rotten Tomato score but had subtitles? Or a movie that did not have subtitles but had like a seventy percent Rotten Tomato score. Ooh, it it really depends on like what my. It just means that there's a it higher on level the mood, commitment, doesn't it? You yeah, have, yeah, you, you have, have to, to be build committed. yourself as much as I want to think of myself as cultured and watching lots of films. If I'm not in the right mood for subtitles, it's just never going to happen. All right, so you have to have that element of concentration, right? And, okay, and we're and and I, I mean, and I think it's a great. I do think that right now, at least for kind of the society that we're in, where it's like there's always a second screen, there's always something else going on. I almost think it it really makes you realize how often you probably watch something and don't pay attention to what's actually on screen because yeah. Yeah. it's absurd how many times I remember thinking like, oh, I can't look away. Like it's annoying that right. I can't look away right now because or else I'm not going to understand what's happening. Right, right, right. No, I, it yeah, is true. I think with this film, though, it did drag me in that I didn't. You do. You don't realize you're reading subtitles like five minutes into it. I do. This film really sucks you in. I do think that's a thing too. Like I think that if you commit to subtitles, it stops being a strain after a few minutes. I think you forget yeah. that you're doing yeah. that. And you I know? do have to say though, I am the person that puts subtitles on everything anyway, regardless if it's a show that I've seen a thousand times. I I love having subtitles. My parents subtitles. do that. Yeah, it's there's something complete about the experience, and so. Um, I don't know. I, like for me, sometimes don't bother me. I just it's it bothers me that like oh you, if I look away yeah. then I missed it. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they get it wrong, the subtitles is subtly wrong. I quite like that. Yeah. I hate it. Drives me up a wall. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Lennon, you sent it, but this is th- there's going to be without subtitles. There's going to be an American remake of this coming out soon, right? So yeah, James Wan, the producer of the like the Conjuring series, he's he said he's going to plan to remake uh, like an American English language version of Train to Busan. Don't you mean the Conjuring and, universe, Lyndon? Oh, is, yeah, yeah. I have to talk, I have a, a comment on that. Universe, this I have a comment C- on that C- in a second. <laughs> um, but keep going because I, I think you wanted to, you, you have a comment on American yeah. remakes. I, love, I just think. I love how Rodney at, says he has a comment like putting a quarter on like a ju- like a jukebox. Yeah, like, I'm, it, next. It, I'm it, next. It's something about calling something universes. We've had this comment before. <laughs> We've yeah, had before. this comment, but I've got I've got an example. Uh, Chet and I talked about this, but anyway, you you go first. No, no, okay. You've you've said it too much. Get it off. Get it off your chest, and I'll come back to me. 
Um, so, well, the Conjuring universe is actually a thing. You can laugh about it, but the nun that movie, the movie that came out, it yeah. said like it's based on the Conjuring universe, which again for the me, next installment. Of- yeah, for me, the the aggravation of it is just like, like I can accept it as a term, but the Conjuring movies were based in reality. They were based on a true story. So the idea that the nun is based on that universe is like. Like what are you talking? It's it wasn't a universe that was created. It's just the re- it's just the real world. Yeah, you're right. It's just this an, time, it's an obnoxious right. it's an obnoxious term that is now accepted as a way of explaining something because it's trendy to do so. And I hate when people use things because solely because they're trendy and they think that they're going to get business because of it. I'm done. End of point. We're all done. Lyndon, you keep going. <laughs> so, thanks, Jordan. That was nice. Um, Thank you. So I, yeah, I appreciate that you. Agree I, I just with feel me. like. <laughs> the when you got train to Busan, which is such a highly rated film and a great film why do you need to remake the film just to put it in a different language and there are just so many examples of american language remakes just not working where the, the original film is so much uh so much better and so much su- superior to it it's just it seems like lazy a lazy hollywood idea for a film so there's plenty of examples I, and recently as well we've got um there's a great uh, film from 2011, a French film called Untouchables. There's a Kevin Hart remake and Brian Cranston called The Upside. Seems unnecessary. I don't know. Uh, know let, let, yeah, I don't know uh, what those are. Uh, there's a trailer that's just come out. Uh, the Unt- Untouchables is a great. Uh, was, I think it was Oscar nominated in 2011. A great French film, definitely worth a watch, but unnecessary remake. There's another great film called Let the Right One In, which is a really great. Uh, it's Swedish vampire film, which they made a remake called Let Me In, which was unnecessary. Called Twilight. Uh, the remake, I know, I, th- I think Chet might have something to say about this, but the remake of Old Boy is well, terrible. Well, first, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of liked Old Boy, but I never saw the the, uh, the original first. I didn't see it. But I saw if, Old Boy. If you, have you seen the original now? No, no, no. Well, I still haven't. I still haven't. You need to see the original. It's but, just a superior film. I'm, Why? It's just it just seems like a lazy idea. But, but we don't have to. Well, there's already such a superior film. We don't have Why to just remake it. We don't have to. We don't have to. Like uh, sure, so it could be better than. But it doesn't mean that that the American made one is just now terrible. Yeah, like here, it could be one. It doesn't have to be just because the it, original is better. The old boy than, is. Here's the old the, boy is terrible. So here, here's, <laughs> even on here's, its own. I I okay. So now so here okay. So I have a new a new coworker who's from England. Okay, and I'm I'm noticing a trend. Okay, so he said that that mac and cheese was too American for him. I'm like, bro, it's still just macaroni with delicious cheese on top. Like, you can still have it. It's still really good. The phrase mac and cheese or the food. The food. The food. No, no, macaroni cheese is great. What's he? Nah. All right. So yeah. I guess I'll tell you. Like, he's already, like, nah. he's so, already turning great. on his own guys. So in this case, <laughs> in, in this case, the uh, the One American guy. version of Old Boy might be might be mac and cheese, and I don't doubt that the other Old Boy, the original, might be a steak dinner, but. The one that I saw was pretty good. It's like mac and cheese. I don't care if it's still you're, you're, you're honestly the only person I've ever met who liked that film. It Robin, is you like no, I liked it. I, I had never seen. I right. didn't know. I didn't know that it was a remake. I didn't know any. I I thought it was a pretty clever film. I you know the whole idea. <laughs> it, only because I know what you're about to say. But only because the original idea was the clever part of it. But yeah. what I would tell you is that it expands the audience when you do that because there might be. An incredibly great 
foreign film that there are a subset of many cultures, including Americans, who are like, nah, I'm not going to watch. And like, I don't, I can't, I, it's like, it's but, not but made the problem is, like, there are so many examples of the American version being so inferior. But it's that there are so, I, don't, I can't think of any examples that have actually improved the film. So it's a trend that keeps happening. And why not, why not just help, uh, like promote the original film more. That's fair. And, and again, I don't think I'm, I'm not arguing that old boy, the original old boy isn't the superior film, but it's kind of like when a band does a cover song of like a famous song. So mm-hmm. it, or, or, you know, so, so like there are bands that I have started listening to simply because they did a cover of another song, mm-hmm. right? Or band or in reverse bands that I started listening to because a band I already knew did a cover of that song. And it drew attention to both. Basically, what I'm saying is a rising tide raises all ships, right? So, like, if in this case, maybe it brings attention to kind of to the to the original yeah. to an audience that wouldn't have otherwise known. And I, I would say the subtle distinction, because I definitely agree with that. I mean, I, like, if I were someone making a movie, I think that there can be benefit because you can say you can at least convince yourself, like, you know what, I can take that original idea, make it for you know, make it in English for Americans, and make you know, maybe tweak it a little bit and make it my own and people will love it. So I think you but already have this idea that it's you a lazy make, money-making idea. That's all it is. It's most it's, of the time. It's probably lazy and it's probably money-making. It's if, it, if it's nothing else, it's risk averse, right? Because you're saying I'm already operating with an idea that has been proven yeah. to be successful with the human race. Here's a question though. Is, but does, doesn't that, that's a, a, a bit of a boring trend in Hollywood, like the recent Predator film as well. So that's, Just that's rehashing old ideas and old right. ideas. So what's worse? Is, is, is what's worse, an American remake of a foreign film or a remake of an established like American film? So like Overboard was, mm-hmm. was a remake recently, right? right. Or, it's like, which cup of poop do I like more? Yeah, but I guess what I would say... <laughs> oh, boy. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have required that they would have known this other. Th- um, but <laughs> I actually have this. I think we can transition. I think if there's ever a transition point is when someone says a couple poop. Yeah, I, right. I mean, I hope. I actually, Linda, I, I know you had more movies on that list, like the remake of The Grudge, right? Or The Grudge is the remake of the Japanese one. Yeah. Right, but uh, that Which a lot of Americans can, only know the American version. True, we can come back to that that conversation. I I have to say though, I I I heard this news story this week, and maybe people have already heard it, but if you haven't, you gotta know. There is a woman in Maine who has a business taking moose poop and repurposing it into artwork and knickknacks. Okay, and so she so you're right, right. So, so she like so one of the things she takes is like a clock, and then takes moose poop, and then takes the hand like takes the hands and puts the and the numbers and makes it out of moose poop, and she calls it a poo poo clock. <laughs> she she made earrings and ornaments, uh, little tiny moose poop people that she calls fecal people, <laughs> and this is her business. This is what she does, and she's been doing it. And I like I'm reading up on it now, and like I heard a radio, heard on the radio, but she's 57 years old, and like this is her thing is 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 moose moose poop. I think I have a Rodney rant coming on because I'm reading this this article, and I feel like this also takes it like people do stuff like this because it takes advantage of some trend. It's like oh, it's all local moose poop. I don't care where your moose poop is from. The question is, 
Does it actually benefit anyone that you're making knickknacks and ornaments out of moose poop? No, it's a novelty item that people don't need and that the soil could take. You're not taking plastic that would be in the ocean. You're taking He's poop so upset that would right be mold, like go into the ground and serve as nutrients and fertilizer for things that are going to grow. And instead, you've made knickknacks out of it. And somehow you're going to try and tell me that this is environmentally friendly because you're adding like glue to it. No chance. Go pound sand. I would never buy your moose poo poo clock. Jeez, okay. I don't know why that just came out of nowhere. Clock. You would think that I was ready for that. I just, I just read local. It's all local poop. Oh, great, thanks. Like, I never let knew it go you, into the ground. You cared so much about the grass. I, I didn't even Maine. know either. I didn't know either. I, I I'm, um, I, I, I want you guys to either refute or, or answer that. I, I feel uncomfortable talking any more about it. I want to go back to Lyndon's list. I just wanted to bring up a funny story. I didn't need you getting all worked up like that. I. What, what's you guys' thoughts on? Would I you buy a poo-poo earring? You need to dab your forehead. You got a little couple of beads of sweat coming down. <laughs> Lyndon, let's go back to your list there. Well, I, I was having a little think on uh, during that tangent. I was trying <laughs> to think of, uh, I was trying to think of one film that's actually a remake that is better, and there is w- only one I can think of. Uh, see if you guys can guess it. It's, it's is it set in Boston? Oh, um, wait. Second and it stars Marky Mark. Oh, dear God. Of course it does. I was going to say, um, it's not the Italian job, is it? But I know. <laughs> I, know I know it's It not. is? No, oh, no. you know it? I don't know. I have no it idea. Is, uh, uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yep. Is The Departed a remake? It is The Departed, yeah. Oh, that's right. What's yeah. it based a on a Hong Kong film called Infernal Affairs, which huh. is a very good film as well, but The Departed I actually think elevates it. And it's the only example I can think of. It's so the only example that you can think. Uh, so, can you think yeah. of any example where they're both good, though? Like, wasn't the Grudge considered good? I mean, the Grudge, the American Grudge, was considered a very good movie. But, but you say considered, <laughs> and like old boy, you think that's good. And that's what five on uh, IMDb. A, well, it's I'm, five point eight. The Grudge is five point nine. Oh, I'm, is it really? I thought yeah. Oh, hmm. say so you, you you two use the word good very loosely okay uh, the office the american version of the office see i think they're different i don't mind that because they did something they just used the name no the and, first couple of episodes are like shot for shot remake yeah but then they go off and find their own i think with tv series it's different because one one it was the same language but also they found their own feet and their own kind of comedy and didn't and just used it as a launching point what about the Narnia movies? The BBC Narnia movies, where then the, the new ones that were made or newer ones. What, what yeah. company made those? I don't know, but significantly more money and effort. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah. I, guess, I guess it's not like a. But no, but I think I don't that, think a country can claim. Yeah, that. is that lazy? Budget. You know, but that's that is that lazy? It's also years and years. I mean, I know that they were based on books anyway. I mean, like, or what about? Yeah, I me? don't think so. I think because probably in our lifetime they remake the Harry Potter films as well, won't they? And probably yeah. lo- maybe Lord of the Rings and things like and, that. And probably yeah. people will be very upset about it. So yeah. literature is a bit different, isn't it? Because they always have different versions coming all the time. Huh. Is it though? I mean, isn't it roughly the same thing? It's a concept that's been done and people know it. Like but, how, how different is, is literature versus, like you're saying, it's somebody's like visual depiction of something that wasn't previously depicted but I, I, I just think the way the remakes go about it's a business making model and rather than they buy the rights to the film rather and won't distribute the original around America. So people will only see the remake. 
So it's kind of limiting the distribution of foreign films almost. Huh. I would they, accept that as an, an argument. There's an assumption. There's an assumption within Hollywood that the audience are too lazy. If you could, if Randy you accept your argument, yeah. If you could prove that that, then I would say then you have a case. Otherwise, I would say that it does nothing but what Chet said rises all boats. I, I, I'm more will. I'm more likely to watch Old Boy, the original, now that you saw, based it on being aware version. of it, yeah, and also now being more yeah. interested in it because I saw this other one. But that's a separate conversation. I think we brought in a new conversation to what Lyndon was already saying, which mm-hmm. is simply. That the remakes are usually pretty bad compared to the originals, and that's yeah. I can probably be okay with him saying that anyway. Yeah, yeah, I but, can probably be okay <laughs> with that. But I would say, like, if you're talking, if the the movie makers are making it because they know the concept is proven and they know that they have a built-in audience of people who have probably already seen the the, the Japanese version and will probably go, even if it's reluctantly, go see it. But that they'll also have this new crew of people that it's like, hey, this was a phenomenon in Japan, and I know you would never watch the Japanese version because you're American and you don't believe but in that, other languages. But but don't here, you think that's a lazy a ver- assumption where actually they could find an audience for it if they really promoted it and put it out there? Uh, no, yeah. I don't. Do think, you think you're saying like with the con- but I don't think it's the burden shouldn't be on the Conjuring. Per- like he, there's no incentive for the person who made the Conjuring, who's now going to make this movie, to go promote the original. And I would say he could make the argument that this is my best way of promoting the original is to to make a version. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, unless yeah, you were still, to also tell I just me still that think he said it wrong like, so many "Well, times. I'm going to get rid of the original as part of my process," I would say, "Well, that's not okay." Like, I, that, then I would think like, "Okay, that's really lazy," and also I feel like you know, we like should, the Italian we look job, at that. like the Italian job, as London's explained to us. Yeah. Why, why call it the Italian job? It was like he took the name but then made it nothing like the original. That um, I wouldn't exactly. like. Yeah, that yeah. I wouldn't like. That feels like it's just it's just profiteering off of a, an of, established yeah. film that has yeah. on a brand. Yeah. That's like call like that's like me starting a football team and calling it the New England Patriots and and also having a field in Foxborough and when somebody accidentally bought a ticket for it, I'd be like, What? We are the New England Patriots in Foxborough. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> 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 so the only thing uh, that I thought about this movie, Train to Busan, that I did not love was one piece to the ending. But you know what? That's that's up for opinion, and I won't give it away. But on that note, did you guys see this other news article this week about how Netflix is starting to introduce choose-your-own-adventure content? So starting with Black Mirror, which is interesting because it's oh. an extremely popular and, and, and successful franchise for them. You can watch, and I'm not exactly sure how this works, but you can watch a show or, or movie, and, and then there's going to be something that pops up that says, if you want the character to do this, click on this, or if you want this to happen, click on this. And there's different endings based on what you choose. But apparently they've already done this, and I was meant to have a look at it before the episode, but I hadn't had a chance, with uh, called Puss in Book on what? Netflix. What's it called? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> it's based on the Shrek character, isn't it? Oh, Puss in Boots, not Book. Puss in Book. But no, but on Netflix, it's called Puss in Book. So you go on some couple of adventures and then you choose what he does on. I've never, I've never taken issue with your accent before, but there's something about your accent saying this that is, I need you to spell it. Ronnie, on on your work phone, Google Puss in Book. I don't want to. (laughs) What if you Google? Wait. If you Google it, it comes up with a Netflix title. Puss in Book and Book. Yep. Oh, in book. No, puss in book. That's, that's worse. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what? So, what is it? If that's a shoot, is it like a kid's? Is it? <laughs> yeah. 
Is it kids? No, it's not kids. It's very adults only. It's very, very much adults only. Choose your own adventure. So go ahead. Wait. So what? What is it then? So it's based on the Shrek character, and it is you. It goes through a couple of things where the kids can choose what Puss in Boots does. Why would it be Puss in Book if it's Puss in Boots still? But the, pretty... I think they're calling it because he's like telling it's a story the in a book. Oh, Puss. <laughs> I just think it should be Puss in a Book, right? <laughs> be more little. Puss, puss in Book. <laughs> if I say it, I'm a bit more sultry, does that help? No. In book. Uh, it didn't help. I was, I was, There's something about across. the accent on the K that so, I hated. But, so, okay, so we don't know functionally how this all works, but the but the idea of, like, what do you guys think of... At first, when it when it came out, and I read the, the article, it was actually on LinkedIn, uh, it was talking about this this whole new genre, essentially, mm. that, that they're going to be producing. Um, I mean, credit to Netflix for trying something new. I mean, especially where now they're not the only big-time streaming service and they're losing certain content to other types of services. I mean, credit to them to do something new. And I mean, at first I was like, ah, that's dumb. But the more I thought about it, I was like, maybe actually, especially with something like Black Mirror, we're trained to Busan, uh, that that would be ideal. Like, you know, a mystery or like think, a though, suspense. I'd always have to go back and see, oh, what happened if I went this way? Yeah, of course. It seems more time consuming. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It's funny Unless you, you commit was, to not doing that. I was just walking through it in my head and I thought like, well, so those those books were virtually my introduction to reading i remember like until i found those books i always thought reading was a bore and then i feel like somewhere in like elementary middle school it's like wait what like you know i can go turn here and change the result of what was going to happen but you did end up like flipping back and forth back and forth and that was part of the fun of it so i do love the idea i am curious how much in practice like once we do it like a handful of times and go like oh that was fun okay I think for black but- mirror it's pretty cool because it's so <laughs> I think- it's such an epic show that i feel like you you would enjoy watching the various like dark endings maybe or dark twists, but I think it'll work for black mirror, but I don't think it's something that will catch on to a lot of things. I guess definitely not something that can apply to, I think any type of story. No, I think because if it's something you're lukewarm about, I feel like the idea that you like, I'm not going to dedicate an extra two hours to this horror, suspense, mystery, things like that. I will, I will say though, I know, I know what your point of saying it's more time consuming that way, Lyndon, because you probably inevitably just want to go back and and check the other type of ending. Or maybe there's, maybe there's three or four options. I don't know. Or maybe there's, maybe it's snakes. Maybe there's one option, which leads to three other options. I, I don't know. But I was thinking like, if you're with a group of people and you're watching like a suspenseful movie, and you have to then like kind of collectively vote on what you're about to choose. Like that, that kind of creates, and even, That's a fun and, thing, yeah, yeah, it's fun. And even, even yeah. if you're, and then I was thinking like by yourself, like if you're by yourself watching it to finish the movie and then you're like, okay, I have to know what the other type mm-hmm. of anyway, like that may sound time consuming, but I think it, it adds an immediate interest level to like comparing in your mind the two. I think, it, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I, I think, think it'd it, be awesome. I, no, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a nice idea, but it's, it's use is limited i do i think i almost feel like the fact that they i feel like they've struck gold on the idea of like when they say black mirror because i feel like the black mirror example we can think like wow that would be fascinating and probably all have a conversation like did you do this did you do that like what did you do but then for like you know something else more generic you'd probably be like like i'm not gonna spend an extra i don't know if this is possible is there a everybody dies option to make it end yeah <laughs> like i don't know if this is possible but if for the sake of the podcast i think it'd be cool if, if if we were to kind of 
you know, announce this ahead of time for all the listeners to know and kind of get involved with. And if there were three options or more than two options and each one of us picked just one option, right. And, and, and watched that to mm-hmm. its conclusion and then came back and discussed it. Right. Oh, I so would do each, that. Each three, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. So that, so that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like for podcast services uh, purposes, I think this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I think it's fantastic. Oh, and I think Black Mirror is a show that like, P.S. for everybody listening, I, I love like miniseries. Like I love that format more than almost anything now. Why'd you say it like you're giving away like a real big secret? Uh, because I feel like I've said it like, I feel like I've said it to people I know so often that it's like, yeah, we get it. But so if, if it starts to become a trend that you hear, it might just be because I haven't said it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Black Mirror is another one of those shows that would be perfect for it because I feel like you could treat those as movies. You know, they're like an hour-ish long mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, and now maybe they're an hour and a half with the various alternate endings, and I don't know. I think that that would be. I don't see why we don't do those as episodes anyway. Yeah, we definitely could. Very cool. Very Quick cool. question. <clears throat> sure. So, out in the over here at the minute, there's been a massive uh, TV series called uh, Bodyguard, which was it was okay. It was a nice like political kind of action thriller, but it was uh, it was on the BBC and it was shown one episode per week. And it got everybody talking about it. It was one of those series that suddenly everyone was talking about. And it felt almost old-fashioned that you were talking about it week by week and everyone was watching an episode a week. And I can't remember the last time I did that with a show. Uh, and with Netflix and everything, it's all about binging. And I just wondered if you guys have done that with a show recently. Well, I think the one example that stands out to me is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's I was going to say. The that's big that's one, yeah. the holdout. Because even, I don't watch a lot of TV shows, but the ones that I had watched outside of Game of Thrones, I let pile up on purpose, like Westworld yeah. and other things like that. When you've, like, it does, it is something, there is something about kind of diving into a, a series and, and doing it week week to week. That's actually something we could do together for with the listeners is, is whether it be the last season of Game of Thrones or something, you know, have like it's a... That- you it's know. that collective reaction and yeah, the collective chat. reaction. And, of, yeah, and there's no way you can't watch Game of Thrones because everyone's like talking about it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. When you first said, "I'll be honest," when you first said the bodyguard. I I thought of the Kevin Costner. Me too. Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I actually was about to be like, Lyndon, did you know that that's actually a remake of an American movie? <laughs> 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 actually, that I was thinking recently, like we should do an episode on um, top ten songs from a movie that is not a musical. Because you know the the oh. I will always love you. Um, that come from? I that? think that came from that. Really? I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. She, yeah. she hadn't written it before. I I don't know. I think I mean, that I came from that. Yeah, I have no idea. What about the um the Brian Adams one in uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood or or Kiss from a Rose by Seal in uh, Batman. <laughs> Batman Forever, the most sensitive of all the Batman. What a film. Um, cool. Oh, guys, one thing I'll say before we wrap up: this was the 99th episode. Of down the hall podcast. 99. Mm-hmm. So there are 99 on our uh, feed right now? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, no. The and, 98 the and then this one. Well, this one is now going to be on the feed by the time we're listening to it. <laughs> this guy over here. I mean, I'm just being truthful. Doesn't quite know how to how the podcast system works. You just thought they were and, like tapping into the stream somewhere in the ethos. 99. <laughs> so when are you guys going to, by episode 100, are you going to live tweet your films you owe me? Oh yeah. What do I have to do? I almost I'll started and then I did Train to Busan over the last two what's, nights. What's the what's the film I have, to, I have to live tweet what? Amy Schumer um, masterpiece? I feel pretty. I feel pretty. I feel pretty. <laughs> yes, great timing. And and you, Rodney, have to do the happening? I have the I have access to it now. The okay. happening. Oh I can't wait for your Good. tweets. I have access to I feel pretty. So I, I, Yeah, is Legner excited? Um Define excited. Yeah. <laughs> Define is. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just can't wait for Rodney's anger to just slowly boil up in the tweets. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I guess to, to bring anybody into it, we, we uh, a couple episodes ago, we had all – I got – I got committed we by had all, other two. Lyndon we and had all I, as we to, were talking uh, while you were on your honeymoon, decided that we have this fun project where Lyndon gets to live tweet a great movie and we get, we to, get live to live tweet, tweet sucky <laughs> movies. We get to live tweet terrible ones. Oh, by the way, the uh, the director of The Ritual uh, liked one of the tweets Lyndon sent out from down the hall. So by, you know, fingers crossed, maybe Amy Schumer will like one of the ones I get. Well, hopefully. Yeah. I You know, I, I knew that because I could hear Lyndon screech from across the pond when he said it. <laughs> he sent us a text message, but I first heard it by Screech yep. that the director liked one of his tweets. What what tweet was it? What did it read? Great work by the director. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what it was. I went back thinking like, I was wonder it? what Lyndon said that, you know, hopefully it was something good. It was just like, great work. You, you are such oh, no, a it was, it, was, it was a bit in, more than that. In the, it was in, impressive visual direction and escalating tension from director and then uh, David Bruckner. Oh, look him. at me. I write for a movie podcast. Oh, shut up, Lyndon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing with that uh, guest you still was Rodney? I just got him, maybe. Wait, with the what? <laughs> if, 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 the guest that I, I owe. Everyone. What? How long did I have? A year? A what? calendar oh, year? Oh, yeah. You have to bring a guest on the show. So it's by like next March, right? Yikes. You got to do it. You got to do it. I know. There's I've got till next March, right? There's time. Um, all right. Well, this was uh, this is it. Welcome back. This is season three kickoff. Um, we are happy to be back. We're gonna uh, now. Now, to be clear, we'll bring back some of the games and some of the contests and the things that we did before because that you know obviously spiced it up a little bit for everybody. And you know, I'm gonna just power right through what what they're doing uh, as, as I'm trying to talk. You can find us on Twitter at Down the Hall, guys. You can find us on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. You can go to our website, <laughs> Down the Hall Podcast. That's from like a show, right? Yeah, I think you can so. scroll down and recommend a movie. Is that for us Nickelodeon? To watch. I don't know. This is Rodney and Lyndon. I'm Chet. You can catch us next week. Listeners, help us remember what was from that was from a show or Rugrats. movie. Rugrats. Was it Rugrats? Yes. See you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>